taking the best elements from Lucasfilm Limited's Star Wars movie, the engaging heroes, the horrific aliens, the terrorizing Imperial forces, the thrilling flying and fighting, the strange settings, and the mystifying powers of the Force, and adding interactivity. Players can choose to be Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, or Chewbacca to do battle with the dark side of the Force and determine the fate of the galaxy. Super Star Wars features 14 levels, each crammed with huge detailed graphics and smooth, realistic animation. Super Star Wars is a hit. From the burning deserts of Tantooine, the maze-like interior of a sand crawler, the Moss Eisley Bar, to your final confrontation with the awesome Death Star, all the action from the movie is here, but the outcome is up to you. Do you have what it takes to take on the Empire? Find out with Super Star Wars, available now. Jedi Arena. Which I never um, hi, everybody. Uh, welcome to I think you'd be into it, the podcast yeah, about your. Don't worry about yeah, it. no, I just I usually I usually do a dumb bit, which is why I was singing the Star Trek theme for a hot second there, but uh, it didn't work like as a as a bit to start the show, so I just pretended it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. But now I'm talking about it. Um, hi, uh, welcome to I think you'd be into it, the podcast about your problematic faves. Uh, I'm your host Brandon Beck. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm still looking for gifs. I'm trying to find gifs for the the the, the movie the 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 Edgar Wright, the Edgar Wright one. Well, you yeah. know what? You know we're doing a show it's at, right now. It's at World's at or World's End. World, World's End. Yes. Oh, see, I typed in at World's End, and then I'm getting gifs for both the Pirates of the Caribbean movie and this, and I was very confused. That makes sense. Um, anyway, hi, I'm your other host, Spencer Rosado. <laughs> Great start. Uh, we're back in uh, lovely California. Um, after getting married and being with our families for a week, which we will have no further comment on. Um, and we're here today to talk about, uh, pre-Disney Star Wars games with, uh, app developer Asher Vollmer. How's it going? I'm doing great. I've never been called app developer, app developer? Asher Vollmer before. Okay. Well, ha- would, is there anything you would prefer to be called? No, that's good. I mean, I like- Hat the- guy? Hat, hat guy. I do wear hats all the time. Uh, because I'm a bald, and you know, sure. you gotta fix that somehow. Board board game enthusiast, board game enthusiast, uh, game designer, game designer. That's usually uh, that's, what I go. That's with. actually probably better. <laughs> that's usually yeah, the that's one I do. Yeah, uh, game designer <laughs> Asher Vollmer. How's it going? Uh, it's going good. Uh, just released a new app that's not a game, so I understand the confusion. Yeah, tell us about that. Uh, it's called Housecraft, okay. uh, which is like Minecraft, but for houses, oh. your real life houses. Uh, it uses augmented reality, so you can uh, drop to scale furniture and whatever or not to scale or gigantic furniture whatever you sure. want, into your actual home uh, it's really it's really fucking neat you guys um as someone who has a very bad uh sense of like spatial awareness in like the abstract whenever we're moving that sounds like it will be super helpful the next time we move <laughs> but it also allows you to put like uh toilets on train tracks toilets on train tracks you can uh once you're done setting up your house you can summon a tornado that Ooh. will come in and just blow everything away. That's awesome. Uh, just because I wanted basically The Sims, 
Sure. And then the disasters from the Sim City. Ooh. Uh, you know, just because I'm obsessed with video games. That's, uh, that's fair. Oh, and, and at, if you wait more than two and a half minutes, the ghost shows up and chases you through your house. Listen, the Halloween update is coming up. <laughs> and don't think I have not thought about ghosts. That's, oh my God, that's going to be... It, this thing is just going to get less and less, like, practically useful and oh, yeah. more just like, oh, yeah, here's weird shit I wanted to do in AR. I want to alternate between, like, oh, I could use this and, like, why is this in here? Yeah. <laughs> you, well, you're also you're also the inventor of threes, mm-hmm. uh, which, uh, when did that come out? It was, like, what, three, four years ago? That was 2014. Okay. Like, early 2014. That thing. It was um, early enough that we were still in New York because I played it a lot on the subway. <laughs> yeah. I, I We saw a lot of people on the subway just going, like, God fucking damn it. Like, where's a nine? That's amazing. I wish I lived in New York because I saw no one in L.A. Oh, oh, yeah. We saw people playing it all the time on the subway. Oh, yeah. It was one of those. It, it was one of the few, like, games that I've seen sort of since, like, Angry Birds maybe or Candy Crush that just felt ubiquitous for a hot second oh, there. Um, I think I only ever got to, like, 128 maybe. It's good. It's good. I was not particularly good at your game. Um, the game has no way of telling you whether you're good or not, so that's great. That's oh. a really good way to do it. Well, didn't somebody beat it recently? Didn't yes. they? Yes. Uh, three years later, someone actually managed to find the ending to it. That's uh, what was the final number? Oh, uh, well, the final number is six one four four. But okay. then, when you merge two of those, oh. uh, the great and powerful twelfth um, thousand yeah, the, something. Yeah, that guy shows up. He's just got a triangle on his head <laughs> uh, instead of a number. That's uh, awesome, and he and he shows up and ends the game, and blesses your your final game. And does he like just put a hundred dollars in your PayPal? Basically, yeah, <laughs> that's basically what happens. That, now, did you ever tell anybody that it could be beaten, or did you just let that? No, absolutely not. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I had no idea when I released it because someone could have beaten it like the day after I released it, and I'd be like, okay, that that happened, or someone could have never beaten it. Yeah, that's very true. You, you just somebody. I mean, there's a chance somebody has beaten it and just didn't post about it, I exactly. guess. Exactly. Yeah, I have no way of knowing. that. Oh, so you didn't set it up so like you'd get pinged if somebody beat it? Theoretically, there are <laughs> analytics, but I bat, I'm a bad programmer. They're all wrong. I just, they're just <laughs> all the nonsense numbers that I see. That's awesome. Um, so before we get started, <clears throat> excuse me, before we get started uh, with the topic of the day, let's talk about what we're all into this week. Um Anybody want to go first? If not, I can. It's, it's here. It premiered. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, please go. Please go. DuckTales is here. Oh. It's finally here. They stopped being fucking Disney XD edgelord for a month, and they've done it, and there's two new ones up, and I'm about to watch them and live tweet them for Oh, there's work. two? Yeah. yeah there's two. I watched them last night. They're so good. Are they good? Well, they're yes, they're very good. Because that pilot was astonishingly mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. i know this is gonna go up like a month and a half later but now you're gonna have so many more episodes you can watch you're gonna have so many episodes of ducktales you can watch and you should all go do it oh, it's gonna be i still can't get over how stacked the voice cast is on that thing and it keeps getting more stacked yeah every character they introduce is a more oh, stacked yeah. character like like when you're when your base cast is david tennant and bobby moynihan and danny pooty and all those people but then you ben keep schwartz, ben schwartz on. yeah and then you keep but then you keep adding like Paul F. Tompkins and Allison Janney and fucking Lin Manuel Miranda, mm-hmm. um, who, as you know, is the author of the Shrimp Heaven Now song, uh, yeah. which has been in my head since I saw that video two weeks ago. Um, my thing for the week is Cuphead, which isn't out just yet, but um, looks like it's going to be like the game I've always wanted. It's this game that was animated like a 30s cartoon, like using actual like multi-plane cameras and shit like that. 
from you know from the period and it's it's also an incredibly hard like bullet hell platformer both of which are so my aesthetic that like i can't fucking wait for cuphead to come out i i played it like two years ago when i got into e3 for like three hours uh because they weren't checking ids at one of the doors (laughs) so i was able to get in with a friend's badge but then it got confiscated when i tried to go into the other hall um and I've just been waiting for it for two, three years now, and it finally drops, like, Friday. So if you, you know, on Friday, if you hear just screaming in Los Angeles, that's your boy. That podcast. No. What? Cuphead. What? I can't read and talk at the same time. Cuphead! Yeah! <laughs> um, which, that's, a, that's for- a joke for two of you. Two of you. Those of you who have no idea what happened, you can, per usual, just assume he made an inside fish joke. Yeah, that was my assumption. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, "This is probably fish." Mm-hmm. Uh, Asher, what are you? What are you? What are you into? ATM. Uh, I'm a one-dimensional character, so I'm interested in a video game right now. Okay. Uh, which is Heat Signature. Uh, I haven't heard of that one. Heat Signature is an incredibly nerdy game. Oh my god, is it nerdy? <laughs> it's very good. They you, they drop you in a procedurally generated galaxy. Okay. And you are you play a bun, you play an assassin that's procedurally generated. Okay. Uh, and you have to infiltrate procedurally generated ships and perform missions that are procedurally generated. That uh, sounds dope as hell. And it's incredibly like it's not about reflexes not about any of that stuff they just give you these crazy gadgets and gizmos like teleporters and like different you know guns with different properties and all that stuff and you're like on the ship and have to figure out like basically everything's like a little puzzle and you spend a lot of time with like pausing time and just like looking at the situation and being like okay i can swap places with this guy and then turn on my stealth shield here which will last one second will let me shoot this gun and then move over here and then take this guy's key it's like whoa very it took me a little bit to get into it because it felt kind of like dry at first sure but once i was like basically dropping myself in these incredibly hard situations and like trying to solve the puzzles it became like incredibly intense oh my god that sounds and that's uh, steam i would imagine yeah steam pc only ah All of the good indie games are just PC. And, like, I've considered buying, like, a $1,200 gaming computer, but just so I could play, like, you know, Kingsway. I know, Or right? something like that. <laughs> um, that's Guys, that sounds like Faster Than Light meets Assassin's Creed mm-hmm. with some spelunky thrown in for good measure. Absolutely. It's, that's, based, that's a really good way of sum, summing it up, actually. That's, oh, God, that sounds like my shit in, like, ten different ways. <laughs> Um, but now let's go on to your shit. My shit. Uh, Pre Disney Star Wars games. This is an incredibly niche topic. Oh, I apologize. The, the, no, the second you sent the email, I was like, yes, finally. We can finally talk about Pod Racer on N64. <laughs> um, so, why don't you give us your sort of 30 second pitch on what's so great about pre Disney Star Wars games? Uh, the amazing thing about pre Disney Star Wars games is that uh, this was an era where. Everyone loved Star Wars. It was sure. like a, it was like an, an acknowledged thing. Like not everyone's into sci-fi, not everyone's into nerd fantasy stuff, but everyone loves Star Wars for some reason. Sure. Uh, and there wasn't like a huge, huge, huge corporation like Disney that had eaten it up yet. Sure. Um, and so there was still this sort of magical fantasy of like people attaching their different ideas about why Star Wars is great. Sure. To Star Wars, like everyone had a different reason for loving it. Um, 
and Disney has made it incredibly like character driven and like yeah. story plot and like all that stuff, like all this like really heartwarming good stuff. Sure. But a bunch of people saw it and was like, "Oh my god, space flying! That's all <laughs> sure. I want. I just want to fly around in space." Or, "Oh my god, lightsabers! I just yeah. want to wield a lightsaber." Oh my, like I just want to race pods. You know, that's like people would like latch onto these very small pieces of the universe sure. that looked good and fun and pure and be like, "That's like a whole." world that i want to explore and lucas arts was like yeah sure go nuts huh what do you want to see about do, do like they would say to game developers like make this your make our world fun to play around in that's wow that's really interesting i never i never quite like looked at it that way mm-hmm. especially because like i feel like since the uh, disney acquisition that like star wars games haven't felt like an event mm-hmm. which like they all kind of did uh, back in the day, mm-hmm. um, but now we just got like Battlefront, which was kind of boring. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, oh, that's really that's really interesting. Got that Lego Star Wars. Oh yeah, Legos. The Lego, Lego games. Star Wars are good. Lego games are pretty good. I love um, all the Lego games are good. Doesn't matter what franchise they yeah, do. Yeah, I mean they're all the same game. Mm-hmm. Exactly. With different skins. Yep. But they're cute. The, exactly. the weird exception being the Lego Movie game was not very good at really? all. Really? Well, they they just like again. The same. Well, this one they tried to like make the story of the movie. Yeah, but like without the like jokes. Oh no! And heart. That's the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's almost like Lord and Miller know what they're doing, and other people don't. Yeah. Um. But so, yeah, I, I barely consider the Star Wars Lego games to be Star Wars games. I mostly consider them to be Lego games. That's fair. No, because they, they feel like very Lego. Like like you said, like they're all the same game. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a very fair distinction. Uh, where would you like to start? I mean, there's that's so much. There's so much because it started back in the 80s. Yeah. Like 80s video game land. Sure. When things were just like big chunky pixels. And oh, like like yes. a little text on the screen. Uh, or like an eight, like an 80s arcade game that was just like six different vector lines. Yes. I mean, vector, like laser. Have you gone and looked at like laser powered arcade games recently? No. They look amazing. Really? They look fantastic. Like. Like, because we're so used to screens that are thousands of jillions of pixels. Sure. That sort of, like, generate, like, roughly what a line is. And this, like, thing had a laser draw line across the screen. Ooh. Like, it pierces into your eyeballs, and it looks Ooh. it uh, looks so good. You know, I think I think I maybe... Is, is that those ones where, like, it actually, like, looks like it's glowing a exactly. little bit? Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, those, like, the really early games. Mm-hmm. Oh, those fucking rule. Yeah. I was, uh, at a, I was at a Dave & Buster's in uh, Denver a couple years ago, and I played the... <clears throat> The Star Wars Battle Pod, mm-hmm. which is like basically you just sit in front of a human sized IMAX screen and like fly your X Wing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like it was huge, but it was also like 120p maybe. <laughs> yeah. And like ever so slightly out of focus. Mm-hmm. So like that, that moment of like, oh my God, like this is the closest I'm ever going to get to flying an X Wing was like. Very quickly supplanted with my head hurts. Right, like this is this this sucks. You're flying an X-wing covered in jelly. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the 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 it's and it's the same game as that game from the '90s where you could pick Star Wars, Empire, or Jedi, mm-hmm. and either do like a lightsaber battle or fly your thing around. Mm-hmm. But somehow looks worse. Okay, they did it. Yeah, I think they did it. <laughs> I think that's kind of. I have a list of all the Star Wars games, just like as some prep. Sure. Uh, and the first one was called Jedi Arena, which I've never played. Okay. In, uh, in, ni- in 1983. 
But the next one was the arcade game, which is the one we're thinking of. Sure. And that was 1984. So that's like the er- like one of the earliest Star Wars games. I don't know if I've ever played that one. Really? I feel like it's I feel like it's sort of hard to find. I've, I've definitely played a very little bit of it because it cost quarters when I sure. was a child and I didn't have quarters. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and it looked cool. It looked like, like you said, like just big chunky pixels on the screen. Like yeah. they were capturing the fantasy like of each movie. Like sure, you'd fly around the. You'd fly down the trench in the first movie. You'd fly around the legs in the second movie. Right. And then I don't know what the hell you did in the third movie. Pro- probably the speeder bike. Speeder bike. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of how it's always been. Yeah, exactly. Um, was that one of those ones where, like, the seat was, like, a very elaborate contraption that, like, looked like a TIE fighter or something? Yeah, something like that. Like, it was just a big, chunky, uncomfortable arcade seat. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, made out of plastic and not... Yep leather because that'd be expensive even though there was a cushion on it it was still just hard plastic right exactly it was like fucking oh god what's that game called i think load runner the one that like it was ubiquitous at chuck e cheese's in Mm -hmm. the 90s where it was like sort of a speeder bike game but you're just going down a like 360 tunnel and oh tempest uh no No. it's it 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 sort of looked the same but like you're just racing down it you could sort of like do loops and stuff Mm -hmm. but like the seat was just this like cool speeder bike that they made. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let's keep let's keep going. Yeah, yeah, no, let's. Uh, that's so this, that's early stuff that I was. That's before yeah. my time before I was born. Uh, yeah, frankly, um, my first exposure to Star Wars games like in earnest were edutainment. Ooh, uh, and I don't know how you guys feel about edutainment. Oh, let's video let's games. let's get our edutainment on. <laughs> I like super love them. I oh, like. Oh yeah, the edutainment games fucking rule. It was just like, do you, like, um, I never had a Star Wars. I had that like Reader Rabbit. Reader Rabbit. That's Reader Rabbit's that. good. That was like my jam. All that, the all that the... and Carmen Sandiego. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Carmen oh, Sandiego was very was good. Very my jam. Number Munchers mm-hmm. was great. I was super into that. There was a series of ones where like one of them was you're swimming around underwater and doing math one mm-hmm. you're like in some mountains treasure mountain treasure math. mountain yeah treasure mountain treasure mountain treasure, treasure island. island maybe uh treasure galaxy was a one i loved i think treasure galaxy was like a scotch after my time or mm-hmm. my school just didn't have it that's fair <laughs> i played treasure galaxy to death Ooh. um but yeah uh there were so many good like little like educational games placed in the Star Wars universe that were kind of reskins sure. of other games, but it was my first like oh, for- of foray. Um, let me let me talk about a one that's interesting, which is um, Star Wars colon uh, the Gungan Frontier. Whoa! So Go on. so this is like po- this is post episode one, obviously. Sure. Um, but still, I was like excited because it was a Star Wars game, and it was like it was. An ecology balancing game. Uh, right. It was about right. it was about uh, having all the creatures of Naboo at your disposal, and you basically had you you're colonizing like the moon of Naboo. Okay, but you have to carefully pick which creatures to put down when. Okay, because they'll like they need certain plants to breathe, and then animals need other animals. You sure. make sure they're in the right spot, like mm-hmm. far apart, and you basically need to build this balanced ecosystem while Jar Jar Binks yells at you. Oh, great! <laughs> it sounds like it's basically Star Naboo Valley. Exactly. Can you romance Jar Jar? I wish. Oh god, that would have been great. That would have been horrible. I would have hated that. <laughs> <laughs> that feels like one of those games where like ten year old me would just like hate it, mm-hmm. but thirty year old me is pretty into that as a concept yeah it's one of the one two three four 
five, six, seven, eight games that are classified as Lucas Learning titles, mm-hmm. as opposed to other educational titles. Mm-hmm. Ah, exactly. Lucas Learning had my number. Oh yeah. Um, the uh, so Gungan Frontier was like definitely like I could see like even as a kid like this is like good. This is like <laughs> sure. This is good, but not the best. Yeah, this is adequate. <laughs> you know that like that like feeling of quality you have as a kid, which yep. is like. I've got nothing else going on, so I will keep playing this. But I know yeah. in the back of my head that like there's probably something better. That first that first moment where like all games aren't just pure magic, mm-hmm. where you're like, but this there should be more. Right. I feel like nowadays if something like hits that meter of like this isn't perfect, I just like turn it off. Yep. And look for something else as yep. fast as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. A game gets about an hour from play me. It on, you can play it on PC or Mac and buy it on Amazon. For, really? Yeah. Gungan eight, Frontier? Yeah, for, oh, yeah. From third-party sellers from eight from $8.98. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, this is an interesting topic because there's so many games. So I just yeah. have to, I'm going to have to pick and choose uh, my favorites because uh, I'm not going to talk about Anakin Speedway, which I've never heard of and don't know what that is. That's, that's uh, the one Star Wars NASCAR game. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I will talk about Droidworks. Oh, Droidworks. Have you played Droidworks? I played a little bit of Droidworks. It's the, so the premise of Droidworks is that it takes place in the, um, what do you call those, those little things on Tatooine? Those little uh, Oh, the animals big like, uh. With the glowing eyes. Oh, the Jawas? The Jawas. In their like triangle yeah. car. It takes place in their giant triangle car <laughs> that they drive. Okay. <laughs> Star Wars fans are going to be so mad at us. <laughs> It's not <laughs> called a goddamn triangle card. It's called a sand crawler. Oh, it is called a sand crawler. Is that, am I right? I think you nailed it. I, I think, I guess I can only <laughs> recall Star Wars minutia when I'm being fake mad. Yeah. Uh, so the sand, it takes place in this, the triangle, the triangle car. The triangle car. Uh, and the premise is that you're building droids for some reason. Uh, and you actually get to mix and match different heads, bodies. It's called a sand crawler. Oh. <laughs> You get to mismatch different uh, heads, bodies, and legs, and arms, and yeah. basically just build whatever kind of droid you want, even if it's terrible and doesn't make any sense. Sure. And you're set up against these different challenges that you have to actually like control the droid in 3D space Ooh. to move around. Uh, and as a kid who was like kind of interested in robotics, but like sure. but didn't know anything about it, I was like, hell yeah, put treads on this boy, and a, and a claw arm, and a C-3PO head. <laughs> Uh, I I played a little bit of that one. I've I've never been the sort of person to like get super into games where you have to like make the game for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like I never got into Minecraft or mm-hmm. like I want a game to just tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. But just from knowing you, I'm that seems like that is so your yeah. fucking jam. Yeah, I just, even now, I just want them to give me toys. Just give me big old toys. I'm an adult. All I want is toys. Oh yeah, that's uh, totally fair. God and yeah, so they would just give you this big plethora of toys and all the thing all the uh pieces were good at different uh things obviously like you sure. you build this like awesome tread droid and then you'd hit some stairs and just be like well fuck that's it moving on <laughs> try again we uh, we did, created doctor who <laughs> we did it we did a thing uh when i was in like sixth grade where we had to like make a car basically and see who's who's could go the farthest down the hallway and i thought i had it in the fucking bag Mm -hmm. because i was like well what what is there that like what's better what's a better wheel than a cd (laughs) so my car was two cds Mm -hmm. with a magic marker in each hole Mm -hmm. and then matched together 
and I was like, I got this fucking made. Mm. And it just immediately veered off and crashed into the wall. Yep. There's very little surface area on the edge of CDs. Yep. yep. <laughs> I still don't entirely understand the science of why it didn't work. Because, okay, I'm not explaining this to you right now. <laughs> Um, well, maybe if you played Droidworks, you would have understood. Yeah, I should have played a little more Droidworks. Yeah, I think that would have made clear the idea of uh, yeah. friction. I'll go on GOG, see if they have Droidworks there. Oh, they definitely do, and it's definitely very bad. It's definitely like, oh, I've yeah. gone back and watched um, videos of it, of, sure. and it's like, and cause like by adult reviewers on YouTube, <laughs> sure. uh, and all they do is point out how janky the physics is, and like how oh, yeah. you can fall through the world sometimes, and like all these like very huge bugs that are pretty bad sure but as a kid you're like well who cares like i'm seven who gives yeah. a shit who gives a shit i put c3po's head on a thing that's that's that sounds like what you really want is banjo kazooie nuts and bolts oh yeah i played the shit out of banjo kazooie nuts and bolts i i tr- i tried it i when rare replay came out i i 100%ed banjo kazooie and banjo tooie mm-hmm. kind of back to back Banjo-Kazooie is, to this day, one of my favorite games. Mm-hmm. Banjo-Tooie is a nightmare hellscape. Um, but I, I got, like, two hours into Nuts and Bolts. I was just like, I, mm, no. I just, I, I, I don't have the, like, mental fortitude to deal with mm-hmm. this right now. Um, so do we want to move on from edutainment? Uh, we can, yeah. Unless, I mean, there's, unless there's another great one. We can. I mean, yeah. those are all good. Pitroids is just a good, like, puzzle game. I remember Pitroids. It's just like, it's like, it doesn't have to be Star Wars. Like, this is, I would say that that's one of it's like, there is no Star Wars fantasy there that is no. being fulfilled. It's like you make droids walk in a straight line yeah. and then turn sometimes. There there were so you, you would put little, like, basically arrows on the ground and the droids would walk and follow the arrows. So like, this is just was... Star Wars Lemmings. Basically, like, top-down Star Wars Lemmings. There were so many fucking games that were, like, pod racer or pod racer adjacent Mm -hmm. at that point um which like i don't know (laughs) i guess episode one was like big with the kids i oh it absolutely was was. it absolutely was i saw that thing like three or four times in the theater i don't i feel like i was very aware of how much everyone hated it me too but i still like i was right on that line Mm -hmm. of like knowing things weren't great mm-hmm. but still being like but star wars but also just having a moment of like but i'm not like but this isn't but like it's not as fun but it's star wars yeah but star wars and like i want to love the thing i love <laughs> exactly and like uh i mean we can talk about pod racer which yeah is... let's let's get into pod racer oh my god what was how did you play pod racer i think i played pod racer on the n64 okay yeah, yeah. Th- i'm pretty sure because that was back when they were a lot of those things were multi console. Yeah, in sixty four and I played on PC. PC. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't recall there being. Oh wait, no, there were. But the the games on the sixty four were a little more kid friendly. Mm-hmm. I felt as opposed to like the PlayStation ones were like Jedi Knight and like uh, Dark Forces and mm-hmm. shit like that, mm-hmm. which were definitely more like for grown ups. Oh yeah, we're gonna talk about those. Oh I have yeah, a lot Star of Wars Doom. I'm sure. Oh my god. Um... Oh, yeah, and uh, actually, my first exposure was in the arcade, the arcade version of Pod Racer. Ooh, I forgot there was an arcade. Did one. you ever try that? It was. I think I maybe did like once. It was impossible to control. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> because um, instead of like you know holding down go and pressing left and right, there were two thrusters on either side, and you controlled the thrust of I... each thruster. Yep, I do like, remember that. Like independently with t- these tank tra- control things. Yeah. Uh, 
I, I was, I think I played it like twice and was like preposterously bad It was at it. so hard to control because like we don't think like that. It was like, no. oh, put more rocket boost on my right rocket. And guess what? You spin out all the time. Was it just Greg Proops yelling at you? Basically, what? Well, he was Why one would of, he do that? He was one of the announcers. <laughs> I thought you meant like near me. Like, oh, yeah. Like no. <laughs> hanging out in the arcade. Yeah, no, he, I, Get bent, kid. Get better at this. <laughs> I was on whose line? What have you done? <laughs> I'm a child. I'm a child <laughs> with very few quarters to spare. Um, God, that's that's bonkers. That seems that's one of those things that seems like, in theory, seems like such a good idea. Mm-hmm. Like, we're, oh, we're gonna have the controls be like they actually would be. Oh God, this is bad. Well, maybe you know, like when you're a kid, you're bad at things. Yeah. Maybe we. That's very true. Now. Maybe it'd be like like really cool, like to learn like a new skill. Uh, like, that's yeah. like how every every fucking game when I was a child that insisted that you control a plane like a plane where down was up and up was down Ugh. fucked me up. So I still to the so speaking of Ducktales, there's mm-hmm. a part in Ducktales, like it was a computer game I had when I was little that you have to like fly launch pads plane. As a human adult to this day, I cannot do it. I cannot <laughs> yeah. do it. The controls are too sensitive, and down is up, and up is down, and I just end up going around in circles and then crashing. And it's the same thing. I played Pod Racer before, and mm-hmm. it's similar. Like, you can't control it because it's not intuitive mm-hmm. to how, like, we drive things, which, like, as an immersive experience is cool, but as a game, I just want to, like, not rage quit mm-hmm. is not cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, nothing is as great as watching you play Mario. That's a whole different episode. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't know you could run in Mario until like why three I, years ago. Why would I think that? Why it says you you start the game and it says go right and I go right and I'm pushing right. Why would I assume there's some other secret button that's I could be fair. using to go faster right? I think that's a fair because you should just be <laughs> indiscriminately mashing buttons. <laughs> that's that's what games are for. You just paw at them and hopefully win. <laughs> but it is. I mean, it's basically like like bait like. Uh, Levels of abstraction. Yeah. Like, um, in Mario, it's like, my intent is to move right, so I press the right button, and I go right. Sure. And it's not like Quop, where you're like, I'm going to flex this muscle on my leg. God, Quop. I'm going to press Q to flex my calf muscle. Quop is just a, is just a, a troll, a, like an elaborate trolling in game form. I mean, it's like, it's, it's an, it's an exercise in like, what if we didn't abstract anything for you? <clears throat> That's true. What if you just had to do all the work? I'm working, uh, on, I'm working on a web series uh, called the dating game, which mm-hmm. is just couples going on dates, but each one of them has a different like game style on top of it, like one is going to be a rhythm game. My God, uh, one is going to be like a free to play game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm I'm doing one of them that's just going to be Quop. Yeah, and it's going to start with a guy trying to open the door and just collapse <laughs> over and over and over again. No, that's amazing. And basically, arcade pod racer is uh, Quop for pod racing. That's true. It's, it's like it's like control every individual muscle. And yeah. It's awful. I mean, it's interesting. I'm sure actually now I would probably love it. Like, yeah, it'd nowadays, probably be great now. It, I'd probably be like really into how hard it was uh, just because masochism. Yeah, that's that's fair. Um, um, yeah, there, there's that whole chunk of episode one games mm-hmm. that were... Like episode one, the game. Yeah, episode one, the game, which I I think was just a PC game, Mm -hmm. but it had tank controls, which like even in 1997 or whatever, I knew was bullshit. Was it like oriented to the camera? Like wherever the camera was, like you'd have to... I think so. It was like not quite fully isometric, but was like 
kinda isometric. Mm-hmm. I I don't think it ever like I don't think it was like Devil May Cry where if you went to another room and you would suddenly just walk back into yeah. the wall. Uh, but I think there might have been like a thirty second loading between every screen. Mm-hmm. I just remember it being like really boring, mm-hmm. and the like you could do a lightsaber fight, but like it was basically just press space bar and your guy would sort of go like, wah. It's like, that's, that's just no fun. <laughs> well, we both played it, so. Yeah, we, we yeah. <laughs> it's a little tiny light, it's a light dagger. It's a little choco, it's a little chocobo with a lightsaber. Um, I, introdu- I got to introduce her to chocobos. When uh, Final Fantasy fifteen came out, oh and she those, very quickly became obsessed. I mean, those are the those are the most like realistic choke looking chocobos, yeah. like most intricately rendered chocobos yeah. that have ever been rendered. Yeah, but like, they still had the same song, <laughs> but like a like a kind of Gaelic version, which was really cool. That is interesting. They sidebar, they are doing some buck wild shit in uh, Final Fantasy fifteen now with like. The Assassin's Creed crossover. They just don't care about like the mobile game and the Assassin's Creed crossover. Yeah, they 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 are just they, the mobile game. They don't care at all. But yeah. like, but they're just like, we're gonna product placement the shit out of this game, and you're all gonna deal with it because because fuck you. Yeah, like I was cool with Love there Square being Enix. like a ramen truck, yeah, or whatever. But it's like fuck it, we're gonna do we're gonna do Assassin's Creed for some reason. Here's the thing though. They look really good in their Assassin's Creed outfits. They look fucking awesome. They look awesome. fantastic. They do. Those, those four those teens, teens look great. I'm sorry. Exactly two teens. Four teens. They're all teens. Are they not two all teens? No. Two of them are adults. <laughs> but in but at heart, they're all teens. They're all bros. They're all, like, they They just look at those boys. They're all, those are teens. They're all, they're all sweet boys. One of them is their bodyguard, and one of them is essentially their babysitter. Yeah, teens Two can, of them are teens. The teen, main guy and Prompto are teens. Yeah, and teens can babysit other teens. Oh, my God. <laughs> who, who dates who? Who can, who can date each other? Uh, I mean, on I the like, internet, they all date each other, okay, let's good. be real. Yeah. If you just, like, Google Final Fantasy 15, they're all dating each other in mm-hmm. fan art. Okay, good. I feel like Noctis would be too scared to kiss anyone. Like, he would oh. just be, like... Including the girl that he's, like, literally having weird vision quests about. Yeah, like, he'd, he'd get there, and then his bangs would just fall down in his eyes, and he'd be like, I don't know. I'm not ready. He should but practice like, on some fish. He should kiss some fish. He totally, he totally should. Pretty uh, sure Prompto will make out with anything. Oh, yeah. Anything, oh, yeah. anything Pro- that moves. Anything, anybody. I feel like Prompto, anybody, and anything. I- Prompto and Iggy, I think, would probably wind up together. And uh, who was the burly one? What was the burly one's name? Galactic. Galactus. Uh, yeah, Galactus. <laughs> something with a G. Pro- Prompto and his boyfriend Galactus, eater of worlds. I think it was uh, gla- Gladiolus or Gladiolus. Yeah, or it was like, like Gladiol. It was something with a G. That's that's how much that game stuck in my mind. It's I can remember all the specifics about the teens kissing. Yeah, it's but Gladiolus. Not their names. God, they have full names. Jesus. Oh, Lord. They got last names? Yeah, they got oh. last names. We got Noctis, Lucius, Calum. Goal. Ignis Scientia. S-C-I-E-N-T-I-A. The guy who does good science and cooking is Ignis Scientia. What, I, I really or want... Scientia. I want... Gladiolus, Amicitia, and Prompto Argentum. I was really hoping Promptos would just be like Mankovitz or no. something. Just like super boring. Prompto... Sydney has no last name though, just hits. Oh, but right. her name is spelled with a C. That's true. I how did how did you take did, every time Cindy showed up? I'd be like, 
What's happening? Yeah. What's going on? This is a different. This is a different game now. This is a different yeah. game now. Yeah, I there were a lot of portions of Final Fantasy 15 that you stumbled into and suddenly were in a different game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. I wasn't sure if it was just like, oh, this is anime, so there's supposed to be just like boobs everywhere. That I, I'm pretty. Sh- oh no, I was thinking. I was thinking of the episode of. Miss Kobayashi Dragon Maid that I watched where this woman's boobs had individual sounds. Um, But yeah, it it felt like a, like in a game that's all about like your dude friends to just suddenly have a boobs girl there. It was like, I don't, I don't know about this. this. Conversely, there aren't that many boobs girls in Star Wars games. They're mostly, no, mostly about dudes. That's a bro thing. Yeah. Most of the eye candy in in those games is Han Solo. It is mostly dude representation with the occasional like, cool lady like the very occasional i can't think of a single time you ever played as padme oh my god i don't think you ever played as padme what are you gonna do be in the imperial senate yeah just like, sit in there sit there and like you should drive the little like senate pods they have sure around like and just sort of sm- like play bumper senate Ooh, i would play the sh- <laughs> I, would, I, would, <laughs> shit out of real- I would play the shit out of like jedi council if it was phoenix wright Oh my god, like, that'd that be would be dope. Oh, I'd... see, now I'm just thinking about running over Mitch McConnell with a bumper car. There you go. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, call your senators. Tell them not to vote on Graham Cassidy. It's very, 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 very bad. That will have happened literally a month before this airs. If if it passes, well, what... tell 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 your senator not to vote on the next stupid healthcare. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it's going to come <laughs> up again. They can do uh, reconciliation next year. <sighs> this is like the fifth one. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, I think this is the. Th- Third. God, I don't know. This is a never-ending pain cycle. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, Star Wars. <laughs> Speaking of never-ending pain cycles. Um, Pod racing. <laughs> let's talk about... Wait, you you said you had a game that you really loved. I... the Of all the Star Wars games, mm-hmm. the one I played the most was Shadows of the Empire. Tell me about Shadows of the Empire, because I didn't actually play that one. Shadows of the Empire was based on the book... Shadows of the Empire, which I think takes place between Empire and Jedi. Okay. I think, and you play this dude, Dash Rendar, who's ba- who's basically just fake Han Solo. Okay. Like, he's got a similar vest, mm-hmm. um, and he's sort of a scoundrel, and he's basically just six blocks put on top of each other to vaguely resemble a dude. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you sort of, it starts off on Hoth. It's mostly a blaster game. But there's some, there's like a couple racing levels, or oh no, like I think like maybe the first or second level in the game is the Battle of Endor, mm-hmm. which is super cool because it's it, you get to do the whole fucking thing. Oh, that's awesome! Um, like you you have to go around the legs of them a couple times, um, but then the rest of it is just like exploring weird corners of the Star Wars universe. Like there's an entire world that takes place on like. A junkyard planet mm. where you're trying to you're trying to kill ig88 but Ooh. he's like the hardest boss in the game or at least was for you know 11 year old me um they just re- they just released it on gog a while ago uh with like an updated texture pack so it's super hd yeah, yeah. and uh you can play it at 60 frames per second oh yeah and it I watched some video of people doing it. It looks fucking bonkers. You're you're selling me on this game. I need to go play this. It's it's like I don't I don't know if it holds up, but uh, of the Star Wars games, it was the one that felt the most like this is kind of what I want. Mm-hmm. Like it like it sort of felt like a third person GoldenEye a little bit. Like that's kind of I think maybe the best comparison from the era. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and because it, it was it was like a Star Wars game that didn't that wasn't constrained to just being the story of one of the movies, right? Which like that's the Star Wars stuff that's always grabbed me the yeah, most. I agreed. mean, my my favorite Star Wars movie is Rogue One, <laughs> which like come at me, I don't care. It was awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, Shadows of the Empire is totally worth checking out, um, and I think it's like ten bucks on GOG now. Um, but I think that was like the big N64 one. Like all the that other ones sense. kind of felt like offshoots compared to like, and I, I think it might've been one of the like first holiday releases for the 64 mm-hmm. or at least within its first couple years of life. Um, but yeah, it was, yeah, I played the, the shit out of that. Uh, game. It sounds a lot like my favorite star Wars game, yeah. which is the dark forces uh, series. Mm which which uh kind of loses the plot in its sequel names a little bit because it starts out star wars colon dark forces sure and they go star wars jedi knight colon dark forces 2 mm-hmm. so it sort of moves stuff around there and then jedi knight and, yeah and then star wars jedi knight 2 colon jedi outcast oh. um oh in the middle there was star wars jedi knight colon mysteries of the sith okay so they dropped dark forces at the expansion sure for that um and then Star Wars Jedi Knight Jedi Academy. So eventually they just dropped Dark Forces altogether. Yeah, but they were all kind of the same. Yeah, they were all like the same. Game. Basically, you play as Cal Katarn, okay. who's also he in Dark Forces One. It's basically they have the Doom engine, or the uh, they have the Doom like the original old fashioned Doom engine. Oh, it's actually the engine because I was gonna say it's Star Wars Doom. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, they have the old fashioned Doom engine. Oh, that's and awesome. Basically, they're like, well, we can't do lightsabers, but so we'll do a shooty smuggler dude, and sure. you basically run around and. It kind of sounds very similar to Shadows of the Empire. A little actually. bit, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it seems like the good ones were the ones where you can play a fake Han Solo. Exactly. So you play Kyle Katarn. Um, That's and, a Star Wars name. Exactly. Uh, uh, or a Jack Kirby name. That's true. <laughs> um, but I mostly play Jedi Knight, which basically you start as Kyle Katarn, like sort of doing some smuggler bullshit. Sure. Um, and, but it's... It, Becomes a lot of barrel rolls. A lot of barrels. You're running around Nar Shaddaa, like the smuggler's den. It's all. It's very great. Um, and but it becomes apparent as you're playing that you're actually force sensitive. Oh. Uh, so you're this. You get both worlds. You're Han Solo, but you're force sensitive. Um, and you end up stealing a lightsaber, and oh, then that's kind of the dream. Yeah. Right. Sure. <laughs> you end up stealing. You end up. Um, oh, you go back to your dad's house, who was this crazy smart inventor, and oh. found that he had hid a lightsaber for you in his old, in his droid, his personal droid. Um, and there's all this good intrigue and lots of storylines and full motion video cutscenes. Oh, hell yes. Real life actors, real life Kyle Katarn, real hell life. Hell yes. Um, like, they had so many um, mini bosses, like Sith mini bosses, um, that, and they all had their... F- their full motion video equivalents. So everyone out this in this bonkers makeup, just like oh, totally yeah. like the lowest budget Star Wars stuff you've ever seen. Clearly, was, like clearly green screen. Right. And the the big bad's name who I forget at this point had the dumbest he basically looked like Captain Picard was his look. <laughs> That's except awesome. he had a black string wrapped around his head and over <laughs> his eyes. Uh, awesome. It's because he was blind or something, except it was just a string, so he could sort of see around the string. Um, it was also a Zork game. What's that? No, no what? it, was a, it, was, it was a dumb joke. <laughs> that would be a weird crossover, Star Wars and Zork. That would be very weird. Um, but I think it would fit with Zork. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, so, But this game was so, so very good in terms of gameplay, because one, it was a good shooty, shoot him up. You had like 10 million weapons to choose from running around, all that stuff. But then when you switch to lightsaber, it goes to third person. Oh. 
and it's just like all the controls change and suddenly um it's it's basically the best lightsaber system that i've ever played okay um and has yet to be replicated yeah. which is which is a bummer because it's so good yeah. basically you're in the third person camera you've got your lightsaber and every direction you press to move around if you swing your lightsaber, he does a different move. So he's different oh. side moves, different like piercing moves. If you jump backwards, he does the back, back flip, the force backflip. Oh hell yeah! And does like lightsaber moves then, and like basically that's it's kind of like Super Smash Brothers in terms of like directions and attacks, like sure equal lightsaber attacks, and it's all perfectly balanced so you can do it against each other in multiplayer. Oh. You could okay. you could also do a Falcon Punch. You can. Uh, <laughs> I wish. Well, no, you can do force push. Oh, you're right. Right when you're when you're picking your multiplayer like spec, you pick, pick to go light side or dark side, Ooh. and light side's all about healing and sort of like like sort of being invisible stuff like that, and dark side's all like lightning and fire and like like that was always the like, and to this day still the like moral quandary I get into when I play a Star Wars game mm-hmm. is like I want to be. I want my character to be good, mm-hmm. but all of the most fun powers are the bad ones, mm-hmm. which I think is why, uh, oh, fuck, what was that game called? It was on, uh, like, Xbox and PS3, uh, where, like, you're just an awesome Sith Lord. Uh, it came, oh, Force uh, Unleashed. Force Unleashed, which was like, oh, cool, I don't have to worry about morality. Mm-hmm. I can just be an evil Jedi and blow shit up. Great. That game was so extra. It really was. It was incredibly, incredibly extra. Basically, like, at any... They were like, you are the most powerful Force user that has ever lived, and you can do anything with your brain and mind and just yep. destroy things and throw people out the window. I'm Force Rick! I mean, they, yeah. <laughs> and they're tr- the, the trailers for the game were actually tech demos where they're like, we are perfectly simulating stormtroopers panicking as they're <laughs> flying through the air, and they try to grab onto things and pull crates with them and stuff like that. Like, that was their actual trailers. It was like, check out how well these guys freak out. <laughs> yeah. Funny. And, and turns out, when you got into the game, it was very hard to control. <laughs> yeah. Like I, like, I spent that whole game trying to do dope Sith Lord stuff, but mostly just wound up like, wiggling a stormtrooper in space Mm -hmm. before just indiscriminately throwing him off into a corner. Sorry, I'm reading the names of some of these. Star Star Wars, Tiny Death Star. (laughs) Oh, that's a Tiny Tower remake. You ever play Tiny Tower? It's a a mobile game where you build a tall tower. Yeah, it's it's a list of the handheld and mobile. I'm reading a list of all these games and some of the names are very funny. Oh, yeah. You got to shout out the fate, your best names. I like Tiny Death Star. I like Tiny Death Star. There was Star Wars Angry Birds, which actually wasn't There that was. Bad. That's down here, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There were two Angry Birds Star Wars crossovers. Star Wars 1 and Star Wars 2, 2012 and 2013. Angry Birds Star Wars 1 and Angry Birds Star Wars 2. That's true. I didn't realize they had made there a There were two different one. Lego Star Wars, too. There oh. was the Complete Saga and the Yoda Chronicles. The Yoda Chronicles? Ooh. I want to play that one. I want to know about Yoda. Well, that, that's the one where Yoda's a detective in the Southwest. <laughs> um, spin-off, have I? <laughs> Not very good it is. Uh. I sound more like Grover. <laughs> I would watch that. I would watch Grover and Yoda hang out. That would, oh my God, that would, well, cause, was Grover Frank Oz? Was he? Was it just all Frank Oz? I think, explain, he I think Grover might have been Frank Oz. That would explain that. It, I, would, I would be legitimately shocked if Grover was not Frank Grover Oz. Grover was voiced by Frank Oz. Awesome. In, hmm. Hmm? He was also Frank, he was, Voiced by Eric Jacobson on Sesame Street, though. Oh. Well, then when did Frank Oz do him? The Adventures of Elmo in Grouchland. Weird. 
<laughs> so it was like mainly one dude, and then Frank Oz took it over for. He a was originally movie? well, okay. Here is Grouch? we're gonna go on a di- great on. thing though. He was originally voiced by Frank Oz. Oh, okay. Okay. Um. Hold on. I have a question. Is Grouchland the inside of Grouch's trash can? Yeah. Okay. So Grouch, he was Frank Oz from 1970 to 1998. And then Eric Jacobson has been him on Sesame Street since 98 okay. to the present. Okay. Gotcha. Well, is Frank Oz still kicking? He is. He, is. he hasn't He hasn't done Muppets, I think, since... Since occasionally Mu- used since 1998 okay. on Grover, but... Yeah, I, th- I think his last Muppets hurrah was Muppets from Space. Okay. Which is awesome. Like, a lot of people sort of forget that movie exists, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have any songs in it, which feels weird, that but like... Weird. Oh my god, on the... Uh, I'm so sorry. On the Wikipedia page for Grover, there's another like under the sidebar about how Grover is the United Nations Global Road Safety Ambassador incumbent assumed office April 12th, 2011, <laughs> oh serving God. with Michelle Yeoh. <laughs> Grover? Grover's so responsible. Wow. He's taking care of us. And he's hanging out with Michelle Yeoh. Oh. Like punching up, dude. Well done. It's real cool, you Grover. He's listed as an incumbent. United Nations Global Road <laughs> Safety Ambassador. Um, well, that, okay. well, that's like how uh, Big Bird is headmaster emeritus at Harvard. Is that real? No. Okay. No. Because it could be real. I don't know what the it fuck's really going could, on at Harvard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Harvard. Harvard's pretty fucking lit. There are yeah. puppets all over the place. <laughs> um, Big Bird does not have any governmental credits listed on his Wikipedia page. Well, that's unfortunate. Oh, Big Bird. <laughs> well, I feel like Big Bird would be a great candidate, but then might become an authoritarian like real quickly mm-hmm. um back at my mom's house somewhere i have a an alex ross print of super grover where he's basically just doing the superman like flying up into the air thing mm-hmm. but it's super grover and it's fucking dope that's awesome that's good that's um, a good grover it's a very very good grover i want nintendo to re- retweet that good grover <laughs> <laughs> um so hmm what else what else is there to Okay. I mean, God, there's so many. I'm like looking at this list, and there's just so many. Oh, you know what? You know what we breezed. Uh, we breezed by. What's that? The Super Star Wars series. Tell me about Super Star Wars. I don't know about it. Oh, you don't know Super Star Wars? I don't know Super Star. Super Wars. Star Wars was the series on Super Nintendo, and they were they were just here's the game of Star Wars and of Empire and okay, of Jedi, it. and they were awesome. But they were very, very difficult. Oh. Like really precise platforming, and like it almost felt like Metal Slug a oh little my bit. God. The the Super Star Wars was, I think, the hardest of all of them. I'm look up screenshots. Um, like there, like there's a there's one level where you're just climbing up the outside of the triangle car, but it's like a mile tall, and if you <laughs> fall off one platform, you're just back at the beginning. Um, and like they looked really good. They played really well, but you had, like, one hit and you were dead. Oh, my God. Um, They made it a little easier with Super Empire and Super Jedi. Mm -hmm. Um, And the only way I ever beat them was a a code for unlimited thermal detonators, (laughs) where I basically just walked around just holding the thermal detonator button and just clearing screens. Um, But those, I think, were the best, like, side-scrollers. In the Star Wars universe, which there weren't that many of, I don't think. Well, that's... That's an interesting. That's the thing I've always wondered about is because, like, since I played all these Star Wars fighty games, I know the names of every Star Wars weapon. Oh, do true. They, yeah, like a thermal detonator. Do they ever say that in Star Wars? They say the word thermal detonator. Anywhere? I feel like they maybe do like 
in Jedi, like when they're trying to like break down that door on Endor. And then they're like, that's what all grenades are named now. Yeah, I think that, yeah, I think they maybe said thermal detonator like once. Detonator. Um, Or maybe in, maybe in Empire, but definitely not in Star Wars. Um, uh, but now it's all you hear the kids talking about. Now, now I'm looking at it. Yeah, I mean, they, you can have thermal detonators in every single Star Wars game because it's just a, grenades. Yeah, um, it's a fancy way of saying Star Wars grenade. I'm looking it up on Wikipedia now. Wikipedia, by the way, uh, is written entirely in past tense because Star really? Wars took place a long, oh. long time ago. That's very funny. <laughs> God, that is a fucking smart-ass thing to do, Wikipedia. I was just wondering about this. So in Star Wars... Okay. All the ships shoot a lot of lasers. Yes. And uh, stormtroopers are notoriously bad aim. Yes. So a lot of lasers just go out into space. And Star Wars took place a very, very long time ago in a galaxy far away. Uh, do you think at some point we're just going to be bombarded <laughs> with a bunch of lasers? Probably. That from from that, they, that just missed other spaceships. Probably. That's my theory. That's my theory about Star Wars and lasers. You know, that... that, that w- Perfect. I spend a lot of time thinking of end-of-days scenarios. That wasn't one I had considered, <laughs> but now it's literally all I can think about. Yeah, because, you know, they don't talk about this, but one time the Death Star missed. Ooh. And that's just going. That's just going until it hits something. Well, that, that was, the, that was basically true. the first act of Rogue One. <laughs> Uh, my when when I was watching Rogue One at the very end when there's that shot of when of Krennic, who's my favorite Star Wars bad guy. I love the fact that like the biggest franchise in the world has a bad guy that's just like a bored middle manager. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that shot where he's like lying on the thing and the Death Star just like is peering over and powering up. Mm-hmm. I think I maybe even said out loud in the theater, "Oh, buddy." <laughs> Aw, poor guy. <laughs> he worked so hard. He really did. He was he did. choked by his own ambition. He did, he did say all, buddy. I, yeah. Oh my! Have we ever talked on the show about what that uh, the person said behind us at I, Rogue One? I don't know. I don't. Based on when we started this show, probably not. Tell that story because oh, it's awesome. So when we went to see Rogue One in theaters, there was. Uh, this was opening night at the Arc Light. Opening night, we were at the Arc Light. There was a couple behind us. Um, uh, they were pretty clearly on a date, and it was pretty clear from before the movie when they were talking. She was very open about the fact that she had never seen any Star Wars movies before, but she was obviously being a good sport. She came along for this or whatever. So the movie starts. She thankfully she didn't ask much questions. Like she was she was pretty chill. The only thing she said during the movie, which killed me because it was the most fucking LA thing I'd ever heard, is. Um, the movie starts and it's silent and a long time ago and a galaxy far, far away comes up and she goes, oh, what an awful font. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then afterwards. And then after the movie, after the movie ended, this was the only time. she Again, she didn't ask questions for the whole movie. She was real chill about it. Like, whatever. The movie ends and she goes, so wait, what's wrong with Darth Vader's face? And the guy goes, I can't explain seven Star Wars movies to you. <laughs> and I was like, dude, you fucking brought her. Be a bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. what the fuck is wrong with you? She came in and was like chill for this whole two right. hours of shit. She had no idea what was happening. What, <laughs> a, on her. what a nerf herder. What That's a right. nerf That's herder. That's good. They did say that in the movies. Oh, did they? In yeah. Rogue One? <laughs> yeah, in Rogue One. When? No, they didn't say oh, that. Not say in Rogue One. No, not in Rogue One. I was going to say... <laughs> Nerf <laughs> Oh my god. I was at a coffee shop on uh, Vermont about a month ago, and Forrest Whitaker was sitting right behind me. Mm-hmm. And I 
it took everything in my power not to just turn around and go, Vape life! Vape life, Genesso! Is he a known vapor? No, No, but he just... I, his big joke of Rogue One that he tweeted about a lot until he realized no one was responding to him was making a bunch of jokes about um, his thing being a vape rig. A oh, I see. Yeah. And that every time he takes, a, he takes a rip off of it, regardless of what his next line is, it mm-hmm. should be, Vape life! You <laughs> <laughs> uh, should have done that. I, I, he, I, he'd be up for it, it sounds I, like. I would love any acknowledgement of his good joke. I feel I feel like Forrest Whitaker would not be into No, it. that's not his that's not Forrest Whitaker. That's Brandon's joke. Oh, yeah, that's that's my joke. That explains a lot more. Yeah. I think Forrest Whitaker more would more just be baffled. Why is this horse man yelling vape life at me? H O A R S E. Despite the way you just said that, like you were saying you were a horse man. Oh no, I I I have a horse head. Okay. Oh, yeah, that ex- yeah, no yeah. One, it's a it's a podcast, it's an audio medium. People yeah. don't know what yeah. your head looks like. And like like I, I use a little concealer, so like you, you you can't entirely tell, but it's it is a horse under there. <sighs> yeah. He did go to the Kentucky Derby party we got invited to once as the horse. I did. I, did. I keep thinking you're talking about Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Forrest Whitaker came to our Kentucky New Derby cannon. party. New cannon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, we, we went to a friend's Kentucky Derby party in Jersey City, and I got like, and we were all the, supposed to like dress up for the Derby, and so he got. I got like the the, the full like pastel shirt with like white cuffs and like some corduroys, and was just looking very like Southern preppy. And then bought one of those realistic horse masks, mm-hmm. and uh, we were we were in someone's uh, apartment building, and it was one of those ones that's like the size of a hotel, mm-hmm. and. I, we were either in the elevator or as we, we passed... We were in the elevator. Or as we passed by a group of people. I think I might have done it twice. As I got off the elevator, I just looked at these people and went, Hail Satan! <laughs> and just kept on going. And then when we got to my friend's house, uh, he was. we got in there. He's like, do you want some chips? And all I did was just face down in them. <laughs> you also left it in his bed when we left. I did. I left the horse head mask in his bed. Oh, that's good. That's very good. Um, so yeah, are there, are so there what other ones do you guys, I, I think, I so think where I does it go up to? What's the last one we can consider pre-Disney? What is the last one? That's a good question. Um, I, I, hmm. What's interesting is there are probably some that were, there were definitely some that were in development that got canceled. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I think it was called like 1919. There was a number 1334 or 1334. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was basically right. like, it's, it seemed like it was sort of another Shadows of the Empire type thing where like. You were just a smuggler, yeah, and got to do kick-ass smuggler but stuff. Yeah, Disney walked in and canceled that. They're like, no thanks, no thanks. What's interesting though is, so Disney showed up and they're like, we're wiping the canon. There yeah. are too many. There are so many books. There are so many video games. Forget it. Well, that's because like, the EU stuff is great. It's so very good. It is. The but EU like, books are very good. I, I okay, sort actually, of get most why of they did that. some of the EU books are good. Yeah, some of them are not well written, but the lore is good. The lore yeah. is very good. Uh, fortunately, they seem to be there. So they're doing this interesting thing, which is as they're going forward, the new stuff that is canon, like Rebels and all that stuff, and Clone Wars even, uh, which was before Disney, but yeah, is still canon. Yeah, but was very good, and pe- they can't say isn't canon because Clone people- Wars is canon. Yeah, 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 it absolutely is canon. And also, I'm cl- just saying that's like that was a thing that was on a scale that they couldn't be like, no, this doesn't count because mm-hmm. it was like has a huge following mm-hmm. and was like currently in production. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they did stop. There was supposed to be another season of Clone Wars, and they were like, you guys are doing enough. 
body horror stuff and like <laughs> weird serious war stuff and we're just gonna like shut this down we're gonna yeah. make another we're just show gonna, for kids we're, yeah we're gonna make a rebel show which rebels is very i've good heard rebels is rebels awesome. is also i like good. rebels way more than clone wars actually clone wars was uh tartakovsky right no it was the designs were based on tartakovsky oh, okay. theoretically i was there's a like a lawsuit or something but uh, sure, sure, sure. um but no, so it was someone else. But like the designs looked a lot like his two D ones. Well, because wasn't there two of them? There was a CG one, and then there was a hand animated. The hand animated one is tar- the Tarkovsky one. Oh, sure, sure, sure. And that one's not cl- canon, I don't think. Oh, okay, no. Uh, gotcha. Um, but the Clone Wars characters look so much like the two D ones. They really do, yeah. Uh, that there have been, uh, there's been some conflict about like they're they're saying it's not Tarkovsky, but it really is. It pretty much um, is, yeah. But no, what's interesting is they keep. Um, these things that are like they like removed all this canon, but they're like okay, these few uh, pieces of media are canon. But the thing about those media, like Clone Wars and Rebels and stuff, is that they're referencing all the old EU stuff nonstop. Yeah. yeah. So they're like recanonizing things selectively. That's which is cool. Re- which is cool and like really interesting. <coughs> like the, um, for example, one of the games that was uncanonized was Star Wars uh, Knights of the Old Republic. I've I've never played it, but I've heard it's one of the best games. Yeah, period. It's, it's, it's really good. Have you played it? I've watched people play yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> it takes place like was it two three thousand years before Star Wars? Happens. Oh wow, that's the that's the old Republic. Uh, Makes sense. So so it deals with like the original Sith and all this stuff and mm-hmm. like and like how like back when the Sith and the Jedi were like in equal power like, yeah. throughout the galaxy. I'm familiar with the lore of it and I've seen some gameplay, but it's really cool. It's one I was meant to play. I just didn't have an Xbox or yeah. a PC at the time. It's 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 definitely like slow nowadays compared sure. to modern game standards, like a lot of reading and stuff. But it's still like you know, it's still good. Um, but like that, the concept of like three thousand years ago Star Wars didn't exist before Knights of the Old Republic. That game made it what it is. Sure. And now in Rebels and stuff, they'll like go to ancient Sith things that were established oh. in Knights of the Old Republic. Mm-hmm. So like there are bits of video game canon like sticking up and like coming. Oh, that's awesome. Come, like that they're revitalizing. They come up in the um in the comics too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, the Doctor Afra comic in particular because she's uh like a rogue archaeologist oh, and cool. her dad was like studying ancient jedi and stuff so she's basically just star wars indiana jones um yes but also she works for the sith and also she's amazing and also excuse me i'll be right back <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think if there were any sort of like other than kotor mm-hmm. uh, f- uh like notable ones kind of from that generation oh right um let me think like there was yeah there was definitely like um there was a bunch of gamecube games which were very good uh, Which ones were the game? Because was that was that I, where they had Ro- uh, Rogue Squadron two? I was there Rogue Squadron two. I, I think played, there was. I played a bunch of Rogue Squadron one. For Rogue sure. Squadron one is great. Um, well, that, that that's another sort of like genre of games we haven't covered yet. Right, is, the the flying ones, the, yeah. the flying spaceship, the dogfighty ones. Yeah, which are either either like Rogue Squadron, where it's just full on dogfighting, or like X Wing and mm-hmm. Tie Fighter. Yeah, which were just like you're just going down a straight tunnel and just dodging shit. Totally. And they, like they looked a little FMV. Like, I want to say there, there were FMV cutscenes. I think there were FMV cutscenes in those of like um, a commander yelling at you to do the thing. Or I something. think so. They they basically were just making wing commander. Yeah, exactly. Like. No, a hundred percent. And like, Oh, this is so good. Like the, the star Wars, the, one of the reasons I love star Wars is that the graphic design is so strong. Yeah. So powerful. That was like one of the main things I loved about rogue one is they, sure. they took all the graphic design elements from the original movies and we're like, we're just 
turning them up to 11 here yeah. and it's like so very good so even though these games are like super primitive and low poly or whatever you know exactly what a tie fighter looks like you know exactly yeah. what next wing looks like you know exactly what the ATATs looks like and what the triangle car looks like you know like like everything was like so clean and clear and like and they could they just could lean on these like <coughs> these like simple graphical touches of like this looks like that thing you saw in the movie and it sure. would it would um what would you call, it would like basically like in like imply this huge sprawling galaxy that you're a part of you're like yeah. oh i saw this here and i saw it there they're in the same world which means that there's like all this story stuff going on behind the scenes even though you're like just flying around and shooting some guns sure with that, your spaceships that, wow that's a really fascinating point like I, like that had never occurred to me like like so much of star wars is so iconic exactly but like i had never wow that's really so that that icon that iconography carries it carries so much because all you have to do is like have a dude and then a light a glowing beam comes out yeah and it does the star, star it does the lightsaber sound yeah that you recognize and then it plays you know the yeah plays some john williams did and you're like this is the most star wars shit of all time yeah and you did two things yeah you played a... <laughs> it's almost as if you're a professional game developer <laughs> Um, those, those games were, those games were, were good. Um, I remember reading in Nintendo Power, there was like, God, I forgot about that. Uh, the first Rogue Squadron game had come out and then like, I think it was like two or three years before episode one. Mm -hmm. But then in Nintendo Power, they had a code that you could use to get that like yellow fighter ship that they use. Yeah. The Naboo one. Yeah. The Naboo one. Yeah. Yeah. In the game, which had been hidden for three years and no one knew about it. Oh my god! And I was, I was like, "Whoa, they could do that." That's mind blowing. Like, how did they know? And it's like, of course they fucking knew. Like they were Nintendo talking to Lucas, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. Someone told them. Um, that's still incredible foresight. Like to, it do, really like, is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and because like, I don't remember much about Episode One, but like I remember that ship. Yeah, like there, there were the the iconic bits of that of that movie still kind of still ring a little louder than some of the other stuff mm -hmm. uh from the next two yeah like um, i two like episodes two and three just totally blend together for me like yeah. i have no understanding of which happens in which movie and like, like they all kind of look the same everything's mm -hmm. just kind of like they're on a red dirt planet right they just like they cranked up the complexity of everything to the point where it just all bled together and became like a mush yeah like it's a mushy story it's mushy graphic design and <coughs> mushy characters it's like who cares about any of this stuff they need to like go back to like here's like an iconic like simple moment that like looks amazing uh, yeah. and like you can remember and internalize and that like i just remember being on weird dates on all those movies <laughs> that that's i feel like that's come up on the podcast a number it of has, times because we bring it up a lot and it's all i remember about those movies is <laughs> the weird dates when when darth vader said no were you like sympathizing you're like yeah yeah darth vader i get it well that, that's 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 when the dude tried to get third base in the theater and she was also like no <laughs> no no we were babies I, I almost did a third base in, in a theater during uh, this is a fun podcast. from Justin to Kelly. <laughs> oh, my oh my god! Which I had gone to with my freshman year girlfriend. I've heard this story, but I forgot about it. <laughs> with my freshman year girlfriend, her best friend, and her boyfriend at the time, who I'll bleep it out, but it was. <laughs> um, we uh, we had gone this. to this movie specifically to like make out mm -hmm. in the movie theater. Who's Justin? Who's Kelly? 
Justin is the boy and okay. Kelly is the girl. Are they famous, Justin oh, and Kelly? Oh, it was the people who were like first and second in the first season of American Idol, I think. Oh. And then they had their own movie. Yeah, oh. Kelly Clarkson and Justin Gort. It's You remember that movie Gort. that they make in... Justin Gort? Something with a G. He had a weird... Guarini or something like yeah. that. Remember that movie that they make in, uh, like that beach party movie in That Thing You Do? Mm-hmm. It's basically just that movie. Got it. Um, but we had specifically gone to the movies to, at like two o'clock in the afternoon just to like make out because mm-hmm. we couldn't at their parents' houses. And then uh, we're like 10 minutes into this thing uh, and a group of like 10 seven-year-old girls oh. and a nun mm. come in and just take up a row. And we just sort of looked at each other and we're like, you know, you know, God sent those. God yeah. sent that group to you. God, God sent that so uh, so like I wouldn't take my pants off in the Arboretum movie theater. Exactly. God, That's exactly thank what God. That was. God was like, I know where this is going. I'm gonna send my nun. <laughs> Get in there. Nun Get like, in there. I have to go see Justin Kelly for some reason. Get in there, sister cockblock. <laughs> um, but yeah, are there are there Christian any other name? <laughs> yes, Samantha J. Cockblock. Um, are there any other uh, Star Wars games we haven't covered? Star Wars games? Uh, I was busy thinking about Justin and Kelly. Um, <laughs> let me look through this list that I have prepared. It's There's it, a million Star Wars games we haven't talked about, just to be clear. That's true. But are there any specific ones you would like to cover? Um, yeah, there's like a lot, guys. You go oh, look yeah. at this list. It's extensive. I figured this would just be a nice sampling. Just a nice sampling, because there's so, so, so many there was they had an RTS which was based they they reskinned Age of Empires really yeah yeah, yeah. for I think it was called Age of the Empire Age of the Empire um, <coughs> it's good uh, they basically reskinned Age of Empires and it was bad because like why are you harvesting wood to build your AT-ATs this is dumb just send so them a, in from space a wood AT-AT <laughs> would be pretty cool <laughs> that yeah the Wookiee should make one of those oh man I'm just thinking now that it, remember the battering ram that the Ewoks had. Yes. That would just come out of its crotch. Oh, my God. <laughs> after, That's an excited AT-AT. After we do this show for about an hour, it just gets filthy. I'm getting that impression. <laughs> I never got this far. <laughs> <laughs> can't blame you. Really can't blame you. <laughs> he just, he's held in, he's hes held jokes at bay for so long to be serious for this. And then he has yep. to invite jokes to the table, whether anybody else wants them here or not. Yep. <laughs> hey, jokes. How's it going? Hey, jokes, where are you going in that podcast you're on? Uh, there was, that was probably Fish, right? Anyway. Uh, no, that was uh, Jimi Hendrix. Okay. Nice, you're branching out. Yeah. Proud of you. I know uh, a, I know some other bands. <laughs> it's not just Fish and King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard for me. <sighs> this is what I married. <laughs> uh, so- ne- next week's topic is going to be Divorce. With me and Beth. <laughs> you probably get into it. Um, no. 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 I know what I signed up for. <laughs> um, so, yeah, if there's any other games you want to... They've all gone downhill since then. They're all... Yeah, that's fair. Well, it's probably... Like, EA is now the only people that they're letting right, make ba- Star Wars Battlefront games. Battlefront is, like, the, the, more, the most recent Star Wars stuff. And that was not particularly It's just them fun. throwing shit at the wall. They're like... You know what you loved about Star Wars? Probably everything. Let's put it in there. Well, like I think the thing with Battlefront that sort of bugged me is that like it there was none of the fantasy of Star mm-hmm. Wars. It was like what it it's what it was would realistically be like to be in a giant sixty person 
Star Wars battle mm-hmm. in that you're just getting shot in the back by someone with a sniper rifle a mile away. Exactly. And, like, everyone scrambles to the, like, fighter pilot token mm-hmm. and then immediately crashes. Right. It's a big war simulator that uses some Star Wars iconography. And it's yeah. like, okay, that's and then, fine. And, like, occasionally you can be Luke Skywalker and just shred right. people. If you get enough battle tokens or whatever. Like, yeah. there's some economy stuff going on that, like... like I, I, I'm I really not a fan of games that, like, sort of, like, dangle, like, the fantasy I want to play. Yeah. Like, just out of my reach and require me to, to bullshit around for a while. Yep. Like, doing stuff I don't like. Like, put put me in the fantasy and dangle, uh, like, a high, better fantasy, like, yeah. uh, like, in front of me. Like, give me force powers, but, like, make me work for force lightning. You know, oh, like, yeah. like, come on. Like, give me that stuff. And, like, as opposed to, like, just sort of grind at this thing be the background characters for every other player it's like yeah i'm really not interested in that i i've played a bunch of destiny 2 over the last couple weeks Mm -hmm. and it's so good at that compared Mm -hmm. to destiny 1 which just felt like all this completely inscrutable grinding Mm -hmm. and like like i would see that i could buy a weapon for a hundred legendary shards but i only ever maybe got three in like 70 hours i played that game but destiny 2 they just like are throwing dope shit at you from Hell the yeah. jump. That's what I'm talking about. Um, I've heard so much good stuff about that game. It's really good. I I got the, I tried to make my uh, my character who's a robot look as much like Yondu from Guardians of the Galaxy as possible, and uh, I got this uh, piece of armor that lets me if I'm in the if I'm in midair and I go into my sight. Yeah. I just hover. Oh my god! That's so and if good. I keep making precision shots. I can stay up there oh, that's so until I have to reload. That's what I'm talking about. But I, ha- I, f- I got one gun. Give me that video game shit. I got one gun where if you're in the if you're in the air and you make precision shots with it, it just constantly reloads you. Oh my god! So I can just jump up, hover above a boss, and just fire indefinitely with repeat like refilling ammo, just hovering in the air and like until somebody hits me, and it's the most like. Yes, this is what I wanted. Mm-hmm. That's very good. It's it's a very good video game. It's a super super good video game. So yeah, what I want from future Star Wars video games is for them to to dial like to focus in on like a single fantasy in Star Wars. Yeah. and be like, this is what you're doing. You're being you're being Boba Fett right now, or whatever. <coughs> or you're you're being Ray, or you know you're being sure. Finn. Like just like give me that like one fun part of like oh my god if they made like a if they made a Death Star sc- scavenging game. Ooh. Where you just go into Death Stars and get shit and build shit. I'm like, oh, I would eat that up. I, I just want mm, yeah. I, I just want right? a General Hux dating sim. Yeah, it's just Dream Daddy, but with General Hux. Oh hell yeah! I don't know why there isn't a Dream. They need more dating in Star Wars. I will. I'll put that out there. There's, There's not enough dating in it. I, I I can guarantee someone has made a fan game of Droid Daddy. <laughs> like I would be legitimately shocked. Dream, dream Droidy. Dream Droidy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I I romanced R2. It was. Mm. Was very His good. wife did not care for it. But... <laughs> Shout out to Dream Daddy. I love that that game exists. Yeah, it's so very good. I'm still working my way through it. I haven't picked. I haven't picked a dad yet. I've well, I've done a couple. I've done a couple, couple dads. dads. Yeah. I, I I just like um I met bad dad and just dropped trow almost instantly. Well, for see, bad dad. so if you do that, then you can't get hit. You can never get his good ending. Oh. No matter how many other what? times you try to message with him. It, he won't go through with it. You have this, to not sleep with him on the first night in order to then romance him. This is my one complaint of Dream Daddy, is that it is not thirsty enough. 
needs to be more thirsty. Why just because I slept with that guy at first well, does it cut off some good options later? So, well, there's... Because he's, he's like, broody and he's got issues or whatever. But anyway, so if you don't sleep with him the first night, um, you... So here's, here's the funny. If you don't sleep with him the first night, then you can romance him. Mm-hmm. However... Um, if you don't sleep with him because you just like don't go to the bar, there's a glitch in the game where like they never wrote any dialogue, like assuming you wouldn't go to the bar, mm-hmm. I think. Cause like after that, like you go to the party and you like meet him and you meet Mary and there's like all these dialogue things, like you know who they are already, but oh, okay. if you didn't go to the bar, you don't like, I think the game just never assumed you would not go to the bar. Cause when I played it the second time, I was like, all right, I won't sleep to him. I just won't go to the bar. Like mm-hmm. whatever. Um, so then I didn't meet them and then I don't know. It was really funny. But anyway, so I went through his and I went through um, the teacher. Oh, dreadlock dad? No. Boring dad, I call him. <laughs> I th- did I go through the teacher? No, I didn't go through the teacher. I went through the musician, the like barista. Oh, Matt. Yeah, Matt, yeah. The, the cool oh. barista dad. Yeah, I went through his. That's a good dad. I went through his. Yeah, I was I was not interested in boring dad. But I, yeah, I'm, I'm, in, I'm like on the second date with every, like everyone so yeah. far. Yeah. I because re- third date you then have to commit to the ending you got exactly and there's if you do the right I haven't figured out the right series of them but did you see all the stuff about the stuff they data mined mm. did you see that I, any of this I can't, all right I cannot comment all right well there's well somebody did the data mining and somebody claims they got it that if you do like the right series of things and there there are like a lot of hints in the game about it that like actually religious dad is the leader of like a cult and like you can end up triggering like the cult like coming after you and you like run away with his wife like whoa um and that there's like backgrounds for like the cult the cult like um like sacrificial area like somewhere in the game and there's like all these like weird hints about it in his house like that might just be the halloween dlc um i I don't know but it's pretty funny you can look it up there's definitely articles about it wow that's (laughs) that that's pretty thirsty right there Anyway, <laughs> um, so Asher, thank you so much for uh, joining us today. Thanks for having me. This, this was is, a blast. This was super fun. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'd I'd forgotten how much uh, old school Star Wars games I've played. Yeah, it's really an excuse. For, like when I say pre Disney Star Wars games, I mean pre Disney Star Wars games that I played. Yeah, of same. the ten thousand that that were released. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's there's a pretty good chance that like so since there are so many, uh, you can tell us which ones you like mm-hmm. at uh at into it pod on twitter or i think you'd be into it on facebook or leave us a rev- leave us a review and a five star rating on the old uh itunes yeah we really uh if you leave us a review and uh that's really really helpful on itunes it uh the way it works is it helps us get discovered by other people so we do really appreciate it if you can take you know five minutes and do that uh, it would help us out a lot that would be awesome yeah, tell us tell us there what your what your favorite non disney star wars game is or and also somebody favorite claimed, anything <laughs> yeah and somebody still claimed that fucking mountain goats record no one's no one's claimed yeah it yet. we still have that um <laughs> yeah uh asher is there any place that any anything you want to plug i mean you have your new game my if new, there's any new. place they can follow that or they can follow you online if uh, you want just follow me on twitter and i just tweet nonstop. uh and it's uh twitter.com slash asher that's my name okay uh and yeah and get my apps housecraft and threes those are my, what i'm doing right now it's good apps yeah good apps brent okay, just stepped on my computer um it I, was brent congratulations i did it right he did it right um i can be found at helios brandon on all of the internet things um oh i think we'll just be after it but uh pinup scrolls finally have our dates for nerdist 
our first one is October 22nd. Uh, I'm there's a sporting chance that uh, Beth is going to be the guest for that episode. We'll, oh yeah, I have to get back to Christmas. Uh, she might not be. We'll see. Um, and then we're the fourth Friday of the month. Uh, for the next six months after that, I think with the exception of December, because that's right near the holidays. Um, but come on out. Those shows are super fun and I'm going to be plugging the hell out of them. Um, and, uh, yeah, I hope to have launched Ghost to Ghost soon. The Space Um, Ghost recap podcast I'm going to be doing. Hopefully Uh, we'll be launching it this week of this episode coming out because it's Halloween. Ooh, that's that's tomorrow is Halloween. Everybody, please be safe. Oh, yeah. Um, and if you're in Los Angeles, you can find me at the Trey Anastasio Band show at the Wiltern on, on Halloween. Uh, I will... I will not be there. There's a good chance I'll be dressed up as uh, George St. Giegland. Uh, so look out for me. Uh, love, where can people find you on the interwebs? You can find me online everywhere at, at Girlodactyl. Um, by the time this comes out, I will be... Uh, in production on a show at Son of Semele in uh, Silver Lake. Uh, it's a show called Ridiculous Darkness, and it's a parody of Heart of Darkness, which is it's really great and insane. Uh, and that is currently going on. There are it just opened. There are three more weeks of it, I believe. Um, you can find out more. You can Google it. Son of Semele. S-E-M-E-L-E. As opposed uh, to Son of Metaphor. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, that's that's on weekends. And then uh, right after that closes, I'll be also working on A Very Die Hard Christmas at uh, Theater Unleashed, which is a really fun Christmas musical, and we make the walls explode, and there's lots of fake blood, and it's cool. I'll tell you more about that next month. Nice. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Asher, thank you again. For uh, the f- having strong force with you, that's <laughs> uh, that's 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 the tagline, right? From Star yeah, Wars? may the may the strong with you be strong with force. Strong, strong it up. Yes, yes, and I am in fact someone who's raised Catholic, and every single time has to go. Nope, don't answer. May the force and, be with you, and also with you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's not just me. I've talked with people about oh, it. Totally. Um, that all that being said, podcast over. Don't, don't you-